Hi, I'm Jill, and you've landed on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. This is a place where we lean into all things motherhood and personal growth. We talk about the good, bad, and ugly in a way that's real and relatable. Whether I'm interviewing guests or sharing my own wisdom and learnings, this is half an hour for you. Put this on in your car or on a walk, while you're doing chores, wherever it fits into your life and give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself. You'll hear tips and tricks and tactics to help you get aligned with the version of you that doesn't just go by the name mom. You'll hear my methods of time ownership and goal achievement and learn how to master your mindset and tune into your intuition. These are the things that can create true transformation in how you navigate life and take you from feeling overwhelmed to in control. This is Motherhood Mixed with Woo. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Happy 2023 and welcome to season two of the Grow Like a Mother podcast. If you're new here, this pod is all about how we can reconnect with ourselves as moms and go for our goals, how we can achieve our dreams, all the um, time management, habits, goal setting, all the mindset, all of the manifesting, all of the tools and tactics that we need to be able to level up our lives it's here. This is where you come for that. And I do a lot of solo episodes, but I also have some amazing, amazing guests that I'm privileged to bring on the show. My calendar for January is chock-a-block with um, interviews that I'm going to be recording that I will schedule for this podcast uh, in the coming months. So you're you're in for a treat hearing some really, really interesting topics and perspectives from some special women who are going to hopefully light your soul on fire. Um, It's my goal to motivate and inspire you each week. And so it's my privilege today to bring you a masterclass that I recorded maybe last year, perhaps the year before. And it still rings so true today. And As we head into the new year, I want to give you all of the tools you need to be able to tackle it as your best self and head into this new season feeling capable and inspired and like you are ready to take action on your goals. So I am all about providing you as many free resources as I can to give you the tools and inspiration you need to get started. So typically these episodes of the Grow Like a Mother podcast are 30 minutes or less. This one's a little bit longer. So, you know, get ready, get buckled up, um, find some time where you can sit and listen to it uninterrupted because there's so many nuggets of wisdom in here. You might want a pen and a paper. Um, Yeah, I just, I thought about breaking it into two separate parts and doing two episodes, but I really thought it would serve you best to be able to listen to it all at once. Um, And also the part of the masterclass explains the uh, process that I go through when I'm helping my clients. And so because I have the Grow Like a Mother group coaching program cart open right now, it only happens four times a year. So because the cart's open right now for signups, I thought it would be a perfect time 
to give you the information on what that looks like um, so that if it's something that you're interested in, you can go ahead and get yourself signed up. And if you're listening to this episode in a time period where the cart is not open for the group coaching program, just go ahead anyways uh, to the link in the show notes and get yourself on the wait list. Uh, we, We do this four times a year. And if you're on the wait list, you'll get special deals and advanced um, access and uh, better pricing. So all of that to say, my loves, thank you for being here. I'm sending you love and light for 2023. And I really, really hope that you enjoy this episode. You're here because like me, you're a working mom who's sick of feeling like you can't be your own self outside of either work or mom. Maybe there's no time, energy, or money left for you to pursue your own passions, take up a hobby, hit the gym, grab cocktails with your girlfriends, or even just sit and read a book. And I know, I know you're thinking, she's gonna tell me to freaking manifest. I just know it. But manifestation feels exhausting, right? It's one more thing to do on a never-ending list of things that you're trying to incorporate but suck at. Don't worry, mama. I feel you. Heck, I am you, and what I wanna share with you today is simple enough that it's actually doable. So here's a disclaimer. What I'm gonna share with you is so simple, takes so little time, and is so freaking doable that you're gonna be tempted to think, nah, that can't possibly work. Yeah, I see you. You've gotten into a pattern of overcomplicating things and overloading yourself for so long that it's gonna feel weird to just let go, do less to allow instead of chase. So let me ask you a simple question. Are you actually ready to have what you've been chasing? And are you willing to do less to have it? So let's start by quickly taking stock of where you are today. Either answer yes or no to the following questions. Just grab a piece of paper and write down a Y or an N, okay? We'll tally your score at the end. Do you feel spread too thin, constantly burnt out and overwhelmed? Like you're giving your family all the hours, but you have nothing left for you? Yes or no? Have you lost touch with who you actually are? The you before you had kids? Do you have a dream or a goal in your heart that you feel like you can't possibly chase because of all the responsibility that you have? Are you spending a ridiculous amount of time chasing kids, spinning plates, and putting out fires that may or may not end up in a a peaceful household? Do you lock yourself in the bathroom sometimes and ugly cry because you are giving everything to your family but it feels like no one appreciates it? Have you been ignoring a passion that lies deep in your heart and would like to have the time and energy to pursue it? Are you tired of feeling guilty for taking time for yourself even if you get the chance to? Are you beginning to realize that you've given up control of your own ship Does it feel like the more time you spend with your kids, the more time you want away from them? Do you worry that because you're the mom, you have to do everything yourself? Hold that thought because I'm gonna show you how to ninja your way into a village of helping hands, okay? Deep down, are you beginning to feel like there could be more to your life, but you have no idea how to figure out what that looks like for you? 
If you've got more than two whys on your paper, I've got good news for you and better news. The good news is that none of the problems I just shared with you is the real issue and therefore you don't have to fix each one individually. The better news is that I'm going to help you go deeper to where all of these seemingly separate problems originate so that you can fix the root cause. You ready? Great. By the way, I'm Jill Wright. I've been a go-getter all my life, and my own introduction to motherhood was a journey of exhaustion, guilt, and feeling like I lost myself in the process. And as a business owner running a bricks and mortar consignment store, the stress of being a working mom was real. I had finally reached my big life goals of starting a business and starting a family, and I had no idea where to go from there. I knew I couldn't be the only one feeling like that, so I took my passion for learning and combined it with intuition, killer communication skills, and a real understanding of where working moms are at. So what I'm about to share with you is what I've distilled over the past five years. First, deep diving into personal development, and then adjusting the strategies to fit real life experiences that I've had as a working mom. I did a lot of soul searching and personal growth work during this time, and I came up with a simplified mom-friendly version of goal setting and time management that really allowed me to reconnect with myself and pursue my dreams outside of motherhood once again. I combine personal development, conscious parenting, spiritual ideology, scientific research, and history in my approach. I know, strange combo, right? But I've been able to help working moms curb burnout and the resentment and guilt that it generates precisely because I come at it from such an unusual angle. The methodology, methodology that I've developed combines support both for the mindset of who you are as a person as well as the legacy and life that you are trying to create for yourself and your family. What I'm about to share with you is what I've distilled both through my own personal experience with mom guilt and burnout as well as helping other moms who've experienced a vast, seemingly disconnected array of problems. I hope that you're finally ready to have some relief so that you can stop feeling so tired and empty. Let's get started. Number one, you are in the driver's seat of your own life. If you're not living a life that feels aligned with your true identity, I can all but guarantee that you haven't yet realized that you are the one who is actually driving the bus. That's a tough one and your ego is probably fighting me right now. Most people think that life just happens to them and they're just along for the ride, but that's not how it works. Ask me how I know. Back in 2018, I realized that my life wasn't giving me the satisfaction that I wanted. I had accomplished my career goals and I had started a beautiful young family. My husband and I were in love and we had just become homeowners, but something wasn't lining up properly for me. I wasn't experiencing the joy that I expected at having reached my goals. And I felt a little bit hollow and lost and I couldn't quite my, put my finger on what was wrong. But deep down, I knew I wanted to be in business for myself, but I didn't know how or even when to get started on that dream. It seemed infinitely out of reach, but I bought so many books and signed up for endless online courses and webinars and programs with the leaders in personal development, habits, and goal setting. I listened to all the podcasts, all the business podcasts. And by the way, if this all sounds like Greek to you, pat yourself on the back for saving about 25K and two years of your life. Long story short, I took a big leap 
An opportunity came around after the birth of my second child and I ran with it. I invested the time, the money, the energy, and the hope into running a brick and mortar consignment store. And what I realized is that all that learning and research was just magnifying my problem. Why? Because I kept believing all the power was outside me. And what was the result? I was constantly looking to fix myself and my business. And all that did was leave me looking successful on the outside, but drained me on the inside, which is no way to live. And then something incredible happened. My son was diagnosed with autism just a few months before my store opened. And that diagnosis added another piece to the puzzle of life. I felt like I was starting fresh with a whole new challenge. Cue the research and complete life overhaul. I dove into the books and podcasts again, but this time it was focused on how I could make an impact in the life of my son and understand the way that he sees the world. And in this rabbit hole of research, I had an epiphany. I was driving the bus. Every single thing in my life was impacted and changed based on what decisions I made and how I interpreted and acted on details that were presented to me. I had the power to support and uplift my family or let fear and anxiety drag us down. I had the power to take matters into my own hands and make educated decisions for my business and my son's health and the course of life would shift based on what decisions that I made. And in understanding that truth, I realized that I didn't want to fix my business, fix my son, or even fix myself for that matter. I no longer wanted to run a consignment store. I wanted to help other women feel as empowered as I did having tackled a big dream and created it. I realized I was less excited about the day-to-day runnings of a bricks and mortar store and much more excited about all the ways working moms could up-level their lives and reignite their passions. I watched as women got everything that they said they wanted, but never really scratched the real itch. And I felt the same. That's when I realized that selling used clothing wasn't going to take me where I wanted to go. I had to get clear about who I really was, what I stood for, and what I was most excited to teach. I had to give myself permission to go all the way and tell my real truth. The truth is that all the checked boxes in the world won't fuel your passion if your subconscious doesn't feel seen and encouraged. The truth is that if we don't build our lives from a place of deep self-acceptance, then we'll just keep manifesting a life that isn't in alignment with what we truly want. And only you can decide what that is for you. The truth is that we can all hide behind the picture-perfect Instagram family photos, but without the deeper inner work, those feelings of dissatisfaction that keep you up at night, they won't go away. Your takeaway here is that you're probably close to where you want to be, but because you don't believe that you have control in your life, you're not able to make the shifts necessary to live into your purpose. Either you're fumbling around day after day, chasing littles in reactive mode, or you're spread too thin doing too many things for other people and you're always gonna feel overwhelmed by all the things that you could do. Believing in your ability to take control of your life helps you know exactly what you wanna do, who you wanna do it with, and the only piece that you need to focus on to get there is the steps that you need to take so you feel fantastic having invested in yourself. Because the truth is, you have more power than you know. You just need the right support to show you how to access it. 
And when you can accept that truth and really live into it, you become unstoppable. And that brings me to my next point. Asking for help is okay and even a requirement. A lot of moms come to me struggling because they're burning themselves out, handling all of the housework, dealing with the children, making the meals, working full time, and no one, not their husband, their mother, or their boss, acknowledges the level of insanity it is to keep that all up on your own. And here's the deal. No one can do it all by themselves. You think that asking for help will set you up for more work or worse, that it means that you're a failure. But the truth is that it's the greatest strength that you could ever develop. Knowing your limits and respecting them keeps you functioning at peak level without burning out. And who wouldn't want to maximize their efforts and see the best end results possible? If you want to have balance, you need to learn to delegate some of the things on your plate and completely let go of some other things. This is the same shift that I helped Jessica make. She's a homeschooling mom with a husband who's gone five days a week for work. And she also has a home-based MLM business. She's trying to juggle all the balls, but can't keep them in the air. I got on a phone call with her personally, and she told me that she was looking to manage her time better. So in other words, she thought that she had a time management problem. As I asked her more questions, she revealed that there was a never ending to-do list and she couldn't ever get to it all. She wanted more time, but I was listening, not just for what she was telling me, but for what she wasn't seeing. And what I quickly realized is that for all her good intentions, she simply had too much on her plate. And because she believed that she had to do everything by herself, it was totally fucking up her ability to parent and homeschool and work in a productive and balanced manner. Literally 45 minutes in, I helped her understand more deeply what was actually important to her and which parts of her responsibility she could delegate or even ditch. The next week before she'd had a chance to implement 99% of the things that we talked about, she wrote to me that she was spending more quality time with her son and making more money in her business because she was starting to focus her efforts on what was important to her. And later, she used my techniques to plan a huge surprise birthday party for her husband without stress or a meltdown because she knew what she could handle and she planned accordingly. When I work with clients to develop a vision of where they want to be, I teach you my methodology. It all starts with your mindset because before we can move into figuring out what it is that you really want your life to look and feel like, it's the key component, feeling it, okay? I teach you how to structure your life in such a way that you're not giving yourself away to other people without filling your own tank as well. Because that would be like pouring from an empty cup and you can't possibly give your best to the ones that you love if you don't start out your best. What I helped Jessica learn was to prioritize her tasks and to plan her day accordingly. She was able to accomplish all the important things that she had to do in a day when she brought in reinforcements to help her and she had the space to be spontaneous with the rest of her day. And in order for you to actually experience how powerful this is, we'd have to go through the process with you because this isn't something that you can DIY. Trust me. I've tried to teach it that way and everyone thinks they're getting it, but 
their subconscious blocks will often prevent them from doing it right. Even I have coaches that I'm constantly learning from and bouncing ideas off of because life is like open heart surgery. You could have the best, you could be the best surgeon in the world, but you need someone else to operate on your heart. Okay. Number three, you can say no. You need to ask yourself a simple question. Do you spend your time doing what you want to do or what you think you need to do? As perfectionists, we're taught, admittedly often even self-taught, that we have to do it all and we have to do it perfectly. But the most important thing that I've learned in all of my research in personal development, happiness and growth is that you don't have to do anything. Releasing this burden of constantly feeling like you need to say yes to everything, to being a good mom, wife, friend, colleague, is paramount in overcoming the overwhelm that you feel. When you can start to say no to people and things that you don't value, you can create the space for the things that you actually want to do with your life. And because joy begets joy, this creates a powerful compounding effect that can literally change your life faster than you ever thought possible. Now, think about all the requests and invitations you get in a month. Beth at work selling 50-50 raffle tickets for her son's hockey team. A friend who needs your help moving. Your third cousin twice removed is getting baptized and little Johnny got invited to his fifth birthday party this month. Because you've normally said yes to all those things in the past, people keep asking and suddenly you're feeling obligated to say yes even though you haven't had a date night all year and you really just want to catch up with your own friends. Plus, all of this means that your calendar fills up way in advance and your precious weekends are suddenly filled to the end of the summer with other people's agendas. You might feel like a supportive friend and a good daughter by saying yes to everything that comes your way, but soon you start to feel resentment and totally out of balance. On the other hand, you'd only need to take one Saturday afternoon out with your best friend, getting mani-pedis, to feel rejuvenated and ready to tackle everything that your calendar has planned for you. With my method, you can create the time for yourself and start to train your relatives and friends to stop asking you to participate in things that drain you instead of feed you. You get to take the time for yourself and even have the capacity to go on some last minute family adventures and be the fun mom. On the other hand, if you fill up your calendar with obligations, you miss out on necessary self-care and the opportunity to create lasting family memories. Now that you can see the truth of it, you'll want to know, how the heck can I turn this around for myself? So listen up, because I'm pretty sure that my answer will surprise you. It's okay if you don't go to the thing, contribute to the gift, or show up at the kids' party. Yes, you're probably going to feel obligated to attend, contribute, or show up in some way for those people that you're close to. That's natural, and it shows what a caring person you are, but it's an internal obligation. You get to decide how you spend your time. You're allowed to choose and with only 24 hours in a day, the reality is that you can't choose everything. Which is why when I work with my clients, I help get them to the root of what's important to them and what they can skip without feeling guilty about it. And then when I show you how to politely excuse yourself from all the crap that's been filling up your free time, it's easier to start saying no than you ever imagined. 
And by doing it a few times, you really start to build momentum and set boundaries around your time. As momentum builds with each polite no, you'll find it easier and easier to build the life that you want, which allows you to naturally build in time for yourself without fighting for it. Wait, let me guess, that's bringing up all sorts of fears around what if people think I'm rude? All that negative self-talk stuff. Look, this is why I get each of my clients to dive into their mindset and limiting beliefs right away. Because if you aren't dealing with your underlying fears and belief system, no amount of strategy is ever going to work for you. And it's because you're gonna keep feeling like a social rule breaker. And when you do get time for yourself, chances are that you'll spend it feeling guilty about the thing you said no to and you won't even be able to enjoy your time. Most people don't have the courage to say no because they're afraid that they'll offend someone or because they don't know how to implement healthy boundaries around their time. I already told you Jessica's story of how she needed to do everything herself and then some. Well, when I helped her change her belief and then helped her understand the value of her time, voila, she had people lining up to help her without her even asking. This isn't rocket science. It only feels that way because you don't have experience doing it. Look, if you have things that you would rather be doing with your time than watching, watching your long lost friend walk down the aisle towards a man that you never even met, then you can and should be building boundaries around your time. You only have 24 hours in a day, just like the rest of us. And you should be spending them as best you can in alignment with what you want to get out of your life. Look, the average mom gets just 32 minutes of free time a day. That's less than four hours a week. Think about what opening up your calendar by saying no can shift for you in terms of balance, rest, and connection with your loved ones. And the ripple effect that that will create in every area of your life and theirs. You need to have the courage to design a life that goes deep enough to not only give you what you really want, but what you really need. And when you do, people will respect the boundaries that you have around your time. Self-care can and should be a gift for you and others. If you're a mom trying to work, parent, and maintain personal relationships, chances are that you fall into one of three camps when it comes to self-care. Either you think it's selfish and you never take time just for you, or you're overwhelmed with the sheer amount of work there is to do, and you can't even find the time for self-care even if you wanted to, or three, you've been dabbling with self-care in the form of too much wine and late night Netflix binges, and you've realized that it's not as easy or as rewarding as the gurus make it sound. I recently heard from someone who admitted that she stayed up past midnight scrolling on her phone because she felt like she had to make the most of her me time. Because her only time alone is when the kids were asleep. Listen, social media has its place, but I'll be honest with you. Sleep is a much better form of self-care. And not because it's not fun to zone out and live vicariously through photo-perfect lives of strangers on the internet, but I found some less time consuming, more rest inducing ways to fill up your cup. So if you feel like you don't have the luxury of time to fit in a bubble bath and a pedicure, you're gonna love this. 
why would you spend all that time and energy and money on things that might temporarily fill the void and give you a sense of peace when you can instead find ways to rejuvenate your soul without any of the guilt or the late night can't even process what they're saying on TV because I'm so tired reality show binges. I'm talking about a different form of self-care, investing in your own happiness, freedom, peace, and well-being in small fractions throughout the day. Things that don't take any more time than checking your socials, but that give you a renewed sense of purpose and drive so that you can continue on with your day in a state of grace and ease. But that doesn't mean you can't also work in bubble baths and pedicures, just that you'll be more balanced so that when you do get your girls night away, you can actually enjoy it. Because if you know how to structure it right, you can work self-care into your every ordinary day and make time for those extra special moments that we all want and love. And you can do it without ever feeling like you're shirking your responsibilities or not being present with your kids. And this is really important because as moms, we always put ourselves last after the needs of everyone else are taken care of. So you get to capitalize on the time that you spend with the kids and take time to yourself. Instead of perpetuating the exhaustion by staying up too late, thinking it's your only me time, you get to show up fully and be present in all of your roles and prioritize the time that you need to give to yourself too. The best part is that if you aren't accustomed to taking time to yourself yet, this is great news. You don't have to take time away from anything else on your priority list. You're simply adding yourself to that list. You've heard the term, put on your own oxygen mask before assisting others, right? The idea is that until you're operating from a place of being whole and complete yourself, you can't help others in the way that you want to. You need to invest in your own self-care and well-being before you can pour into others. When you prioritize self-care, here's a taste of what you might experience. One of my clients, Julia, used the principles that I teach to find the time for herself, and here's what she had to say. We spend so much time putting others first, our kids, partners, business, that there's often not much room left in our tank for ourselves and focusing on all of the things that we want to achieve. So that's why I was so impressed with Jill's philosophy of self-care. Jill did all the legwork to share all the tried and true tips and doesn't waste any time getting right to it to provide you with the tools that you can start using today. I love that the course is broken down into short segments that I can easily fit into my day versus having to find time for one more thing. Spoiler, as it turns out, you have more time than you think. So let me repeat myself. You don't have to sacrifice yourself to be a good mom. And you don't have to take an entire weekend off to get your much needed me time. Not when you can use a series of techniques, not only to center and focus yourself throughout the day, but to also build in the kind of self-care time away from it all when you're not zoning out starting at midnight and feeling sluggish and behind the eight ball the next day. Instead, you're continually filling up your cup so that when the inevitable situation comes along that takes everything out of you, you actually have everything to give. Look, you can continue to burn the candle at both ends and tell yourself it's worth it, but unless you're a superhuman, chances are that you're going to burn out. 
then sooner than later. You need to get good at topping up your tank throughout the day and then have the right systems in place to be able to take the time to yourself to do something that truly lights your soul and brings you back to your center. You're not going to build the life that you want by sacrificing yourself in the name of martyrdom. You're gonna get there if you can take the time to keep yourself on your priority list and have the discipline to schedule in some self-care time. So to recap, believe you are in the driver's seat and you have control to write your own story. Next, envision. You can create the life that you want if you get focused on your values and your desires and keep them top of mind. And it all starts with giving yourself permission to ask for help. And finally, act. It's up to you to craft your calendar in a way that serves you and your family. Start saying no and start scheduling in some personal time. When you have these elements in place, everything you're already doing is gonna create more balance and alignment for you. And that sense of hesitation that you have, that fear of judgment or guilt that you don't necessarily think about front and center, but that keeps you stuck behind the scenes in busy work belief, belief is what dissolves it. Because everything becomes so much easier when you acknowledge and accept your life as it unfolds as a result of the choices that you make and the actions that you take. When I work with my clients, the very first thing that I have you do is go through a series of exercises to bring you clarity into what your current reality is, what's holding you back, and where you want to go. Shifting your mindset isn't enough. I'm also going to condition the changes so that they stick, so that I show up every week live for you to answer your questions, help you through your blocks, and support and encourage you through your victories. When that energy is freed up and we have a solid foundation and roadmap, then we get to work creating customized ways for you to implement what you learned in your everyday, very real life. In week one, you'll be guided through an exercise to really discover deep down your why and that's behind everything you do. We'll connect to your inner voice and we'll start to explore the importance of how we frame our thoughts and what to do when that old feeling of not good enough starts to tug at our hearts. We'll start to see a shift from I can't to what if. You'll feel empowered to dream again and to start to feel excited about opportunity to align with your real purpose. In week two, it's time for a reframe. You learn the value of an abundance mindset and how to cultivate one. We change your story and start to cultivate new habits that will serve you as you level up your life. You learn that you can take back control of your life and it's actually imperative that you do. Week two is all about fostering a feeling of being courageous and deciding to be happy each and every day. You'll learn to replace old habits with new empowering ones that will help you walk towards your ideal future. And you'll be inspired to take the time to do things that bring you joy and that joy gets passed on to everyone that you interact with. In week three, this is where we take stock. Where are you now? It's time for brutal honesty. To get to a destination, you need to know where you're starting from so that you can plan on how to get there. So we focus on knowing where you are currently and understanding the areas where you need to focus as well as where you can let go. This is the week where you reconnect to your interests and what makes you happy outside of being a mom. 
and you get a confidence boost by identifying and focusing on the things that you're great at so that you know where your zone of genius lies and you can intentionally spend more time there. After week three, you're gonna be able to recognize when you're self-sabotaging or creating excuses or limitations on why you can't pursue something for yourself. And you're gonna to start to break that pattern. Without this step, you can't actually own your life because you'll be constantly spinning your wheels doing what you think is what you need to focus on, but in reality is only keeping you stuck. In week four, it's time for the magic. We use vision casting to paint a picture of your ideal future, and I teach you how to use the power of manifestation to make this your reality. When this week is over, you can expect to show up differently with your spouse and your kids because you'll be coming from a place of opportunity and possibility rather than a place of scarcity and lack. Your relationships, relationships will improve as you're better able to work towards being the person that you envision for yourself. Talk about motivation. In week five, we're gonna create your personal roadmap to transform your life from where you were when you started Glam to your newly minted version of your ideal future. This week is about being proactive instead of reactive. Where you before might have felt overwhelmed at the prospect of taking anything new on or adding something to your plate, now you can feel in control and confident in your plan to intentionally add more energizing aligned things to your life. You'll finish the week being able to gracefully handle negative emotions and thoughts that come up and hold space for them while not allowing them to stop to stop you or impact your momentum at all. Week six. I bet you're used to feeling obligated to prioritize everyone else's needs but your own. To be there for everyone you love but not knowing how to do that without giving everyone a piece of yourself until you have no pieces left to hang on to yourself. In order to make your dreams a reality, you need to up-level your time management skills. We talk boundaries and I take you through a time audit to identify where your pockets of free time are hiding. You'll come out of it with a fresh outlook on what a boundary is and how to hold one. This week is all about thinking differently about the things that you have said yes or prioritized in the past. And now being able to evaluate whether you want to do something before saying yes. You'll feel empowered and in full ownership of how you show up so that you can serve both others and yourself to the best of your abilities. After finishing week six, you'll be able to identify what you want and actually say yes to going for it. It's about holding your ground on the things that are important to you and setting the tone for your day as well as your relationships. You are in charge. Week seven and eight, the juicy stuff. This is where you learn my best tactics for productivity and accomplishing everything that you want to achieve within the realities of your everyday life. Have you ever found yourself thinking, if only there were more hours in a day? In the last modules of the curriculum, I teach you habits and routines that will shave at least five hours off of your week. And I share with you my weekly planning framework so that you can perfect and stick with your new initiatives. You have more time than you think you do. Now this isn't a DIY program. It's very much done with you. And what makes my approach different is that 
I not only support you on a customized and personal level, but I combine it with proven life strategy that works for moms. This isn't just how-to tips, though there is that. It's as much about who you need to be to have the life you crave to live. The program has a live group coaching call every single week, small groups of 10 or less. And not only do you get support, but you also get to have your questions answered as you navigate the program so that you know you're doing it right. No guesswork. In these calls, I get to ask you questions that help me further support you in your journey where you're getting blocked or scared or distracted so that I can hold you accountable and help you move forward towards your goals. There's a Facebook community so that you have peer support as well and support from myself personally, as well as other badass mamas who are also looking to reclaim their lives. But I do have one request, please, please, Don't even bother to apply if you're one of those people that purchases programs and then disappears. Because I will hunt you down. My goal is to record a glowing transformation story with you, which means you have to get your results. If you're a mom and a person, and you're ready, truly ready to step up your game and play from a place of alignment, it's time. Fill out the three-minute application form you see around this video and let's talk. I'll ask you questions to understand where you're stuck and what's actually causing that stuckness. And I'll listen not just for what you're saying, but for what you haven't even realized. we'll talk in great detail about your vision because without one, you're going to run out of energy and willpower. We'll flesh it out. We'll make it visceral. And then together we'll create a clear path from where you are today to that vision of where you know you need to end up. And if at that point I feel able to support you more deeply and that's something that you want to explore, I'll make you an offer. But honestly, I don't work with anyone that I'm not 100% sure that I can help. I'm really good at helping a certain kind of woman and what I do isn't for everyone. So if, if I discover that what you're hoping to accomplish is outside of my wheelhouse, I'll refer you to someone who can help. Absolute worst case, you'll have spent an hour uncovering hidden patterns that are sabotaging your attempts at finding balance and joy. And this knowledge will allow you to shift how you show up for yourself and within your family unit to finally realize the balance and joy that you've always known was waiting for you. If that sounds like something that you're ready for, fill out the form and then pick a time that works for you for us to talk. That's it. The moment of truth. Are you actually as ready as you say you are? I hope so. Because there's nothing subtle about the change that's coming. It's time. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Grow Like a Mother podcast this week. You can find more great tips, motivation, inspiration, and community on Instagram and Facebook at Grow Like a Mother on both platforms. And if you enjoyed today's show and wish that you had found it sooner, I invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. 
Doing so really helps promote the show to other moms just like you who want to grow and level up in their lives. And if you want to stay connected by email, I invite you to sign up for the email list by visiting the website, which is www.livingwithheart.ca, or diving into the free five-part video series that I recorded just for you. You can find all of the links and the details in the show notes. Until next week, keep on growing like a mother.